As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Eric Murphy. I'm Vila Bianca. This is Skeptical Generation. It's Skeptic Generation. Skeptic Generation. I'm already, already. And we need to talk. <laughs> this is Skeptic Generation. <laughs> and we need to talk. That's right. It is July 25th, 2021. It is episode 10. V, we've done 10 episodes already. 10 whole episodes. Are we done now? Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. We have a million more to go and I'm really, really excited. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we've got some announcements before. Before we dive into things, I don't know how, like, we, we, I guess, don't do the checkups anymore because we spend every week together now that we live together. That is accurate. Um, Apologies for the bass in my voice today. Um, I had a fun night last night mm -hmm. and I am still recovering. So, came home late. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That was That's a 50, okay. $50, $55 lift ride. That was uh, really, that was fun. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ouch. Uh huh. I was asleep. So, yeah. Um, I was drunk, so I didn't notice until this morning. V is paying like, for it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, Glad you're here. Glad you're awake, and uh, glad that we're we're doing this today. Uh, we have announcements because V and I have been very very busy this week. Uh, so before we dive into calls, we're just or should we give the announcements? Lit? No, we should give the. You announcements know, we now. said that last week, and then we never got around to it because we got so engrossed in the callers. So I okay. think we should just jump in. Uh, jump into callers. Jump into the announcement. Announcement. Okay, sounds good. So here's the deal. Uh, it has. It is episode ten. We've been doing this for about two and a half months, and um, we sincerely appreciate everyone who's supported us on Patreon. This is a Patreon announcement. Um, we are making changes. We're going to be adding a whole bunch of awesome perks. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash skeptic generation or uh, tiny.cc slash donate to SG. There we go. Thank you. Um, you can see that there are founder roles. If you have been one of our, our patrons at the very beginning here, you are a founder. And so Today, we are going to be capping the founders, and you cannot join after that. You're, we're going to be rolling into uh, the actual patron tiers. Uh, the names of the patron tiers are? Uh, Freshie, Sophomore, Junior, Senior, and Dean's List. So super fun uh, collegiate vibe going on. I'm super excited. The exciting thing, though, is that 
If you are a founder and you have been giving us one, five, 10, 25 bucks per episode, um, you get all the tier, all the tier perks, um, of the other, uh, pledge tiers. Yeah. So if you are a $5 founding patron, right, you get all the perks that a founding patron gets and you also get all the perks that a sophomore gets. So yeah, no one's getting anything taken away. Nothing is going to like, uh, disappear from the list of things that you expect of our Patreon. Also, if you join us in Discord, we have been going into Discord at the end of our episodes and just talking to people. Um, it, the, if you go through your Patreon, you can actually link to Discord and you get a special role and your name is a different color and it's it's really cool. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, today, after this episode, we are going to be releasing to our patrons ad-free versions of every one of our episodes, uh, every one of our live shows um, to date. And in the future, that's going to be something that we provide as one of the perks at the... $5 and up to your level. Um, well, $5 ten. for podcasts ad-free episodes and then 10 bucks for a podcast plus YouTube recording of the live stream. That's right. And that's the other thing is uh, we're going to be releasing a private RSS feed so that if you support us that way, you can listen to the podcast ad-free and um, you can just subscribe and from there it'll pop up every week for you ad-free. So we really appreciate you. We really appreciate your patience, the support without us giving those perks. Uh, we, we wanted to get that to you. So thank you. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, go check out our Patreon, um, and if you if you like what you see, let us know. If you if you have ideas for other perks that you'd like to see included in the future, we're always open to changing, expanding, growing. Some of those things are, you know, we have a little asterisk. This may change over time, but yeah, we want to make sure that you are getting what you want out of this this exchange. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, also, uh, if you don't know how to get to Discord, tiny.cc slash sgdiscord. Um, I don't think I have that in a, in a thing, but no. there are ways to support us just so we can get that out of the way. There's that. Um, and I think that's enough shilling. I feel really weird. I want to dive into calls. Uh, yes. If you would like to give us a call, you can do that right now, toll free at 585-526-8774. Or if you're somewhere that is not the U.S. and you want to give us a call and don't want to pay for it, you absolutely can do that too at tiny.cc slash SG. If you're watching on YouTube right now and you go up to the banner for Skeptic Generation, our show, there's a little link that says call the show that also takes you to that call SG link. Yeah, super uh, easy to talk to us. Yeah. Once you get on the line, might not be so easy. But <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's talk to Andrew in Pennsylvania. Andrew, you're live with Eric and V. Hey, how's it going, man? Doing well. How about yourself? What do you want to talk about today? Oh, I'm good. Um, I wanted to talk about the division in very atheist communities on the what I suppose we can call uh, secular humanism. Mm -hmm. Uh. I don't know. I, I don't know how much experience you guys had with uh, people who are like, you know, are atheists, are non-believers, and uh, but don't quite 
do everything else that you guys do. Oh, we are quite well versed in yeah. that particular group. <laughs> it, 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 it's kind of a, it, it seems like a badge of honor for a lot of people who are part of this community that they, that they'll agree on some things, but we, we are very, very individualistic. And if there's a disagreement about some minutia, uh, you better believe people are going to war for it. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. Especially since moving to Austin. Yeah, been very involved with the atheist community and just various different groups that, yeah. So what kind of question do you have? Well, I've been an atheist for like, I don't know, 10 years. Cool. And I've been mostly kind of more like an online guy. Sure. Just somebody who's like experiencing the community that way. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know, somewhere like... 2014. There's going to be like this really big between people who were like, hey, we need to care about issues. Sure. And people who are like, I don't know why that matters. Like, to a head at one point, kind of like on down. I'm just, I just don't know what you guys' experiences are specific yeah um it's it's really a matter of intersectionality yeah. um, and that 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 has been an issue in not just this community but every community um it's it's where does this you know this thing that we have in common intersect with things that are not necessarily you know uh, part of everybody's experiences. And I, I agree, you know, uh, I think that there was a time, uh, back in the, the Thunderfoot days. Um, before we jump any further, there are quite a few people who say they can't hear the caller. Oh, Andrew, are you on speakerphone? Oh, hmm. uh, we can hear you just fine. So I, you're definitely coming in. It's just how it's transmitting out. I, I got it. Okay. I That was my bad. People are, are... Andrew, I was not sending your audio to YouTube. Oh, my goodness. Well, sometimes I don't do that either. So. <laughs> Andrew, could you ask your question again? That way people can follow along with us. Okay. Um, I feel like there was... I, I'll just go to the 2014 issue like back at that point you know everybody was kind of like talking and feeling okay about talking like maybe they're like oh i like this type of economic system or i like this type of uh, uh, dietary system right but at that point it seemed like there was a big split online between people who were like saying Hey, we need to care about issues that are affecting marginalized groups. Yeah. And the other side that's like. At that time, there was a big feminism, anti feminism split. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. And I I think I'd like to add that I was on the other side of that. I was the anti feminist position back then. Okay. Um, And. Well, how. Now I'm. So, whoa, okay. Go ahead. That's okay. So, but you, do you think you've changed your opinion in the last seven years? Yes, I have. 
that's I feel like that gives me a a, a special insight on it. Mm-hmm. Like seeing both sides, seeing the not necessarily the problems of both sides, but what side what people are saying on one side and what people are saying on the other side. Um and it, it it's it's interesting to see if has anything really changed in terms of what one side's saying or what the other side's saying because Things, I feel pretty isolated where I'm at. Yeah. That's understood. Things have changed a lot. And as I've watched this community grow over the last I'd say it was about it's been going on 15 years now um every time there's a big change there's a shake up um the community comes back better and it's really really awesome to see at that time there was a like like we said there was a big feminism anti-feminism split and the community went you know what we're you know in generally in general the community went you know we're not okay with you know this anti-feminism kind of opinion and and, and a, the majority of the community went that way now there there was a split off and honestly i think there's a spot for everybody you know just because you're okay. not part of our community doesn't mean that you don't belong in any community and it also means that we don't necessarily need to get along on a lot of things um as long as we can get together on right. the important things the important things are you know building that wall and keeping it up between religion and government it's about promoting compassion and and i think that is kind of where the split is is uh, there are a lot of people who will philosophically view you know being an atheist and, and being involved to be a purely intellectual thing and so when it comes to politics, they say, well, politics has absolutely no place in it. And I just don't think that's true. You know, it, when you have a platform, when you have the ability, if you're not using it to affect positive change, I think that you're wasting it. Um, and so we should be having these conversations. And I, I think that what's fantastic is, you know, yes, Andrew, you've been lurking. And that's perfect because you're seeing these conversations ahead. You know, that's one of the big reasons why we have this show mm-hmm. is so many people don't get to have the religious conversations and, you know, cause it's awkward or taboo or they don't want to, you know, lose family or friends or whatever, but they get to see it had so that they can actually make an informed decision. And it's, it's, it's a process, you know, right now, uh, there are a lot of, of, of different things that, that people are splitting up about, but for the most part, um, we can still agree on compassion. We just might have different definitions of what that looks like. You know, it's, what do you think? Bea? Yeah. Well, uh, I'm, I'll let Andrew respond to you first. Oh, oh uh, I was going to go into a big thing. I want to hear what you have to say. V. Um, yeah. So I think <clears throat> I joined the atheist community, quote unquote, um, in 2018. Um, so I kind of missed a lot of the initial, uh, unpleasantness that was uh, associated with the atheist movement with the skeptic movement. I mean, we're using the term skeptic in our show. I want to say five, six years ago, that would have been a red flag to a lot of people because the term was associated so strongly with this very anti-SJW kind of intellectual dark web uh, concept. So the fact that we're able to use this now shows that we are changing the conversation, which is great. Uh, the thing that gets me, honestly, are double standards, right? And I think that the atheist community is good at calling other people out 
but not as good at calling each other out in a respectful and productive way. So, you know, we can get away saying, oh, look what this this Christian did. That was terrible. How dare he? Um, and then turn around and be like, well, you know. Uh, I guess there are reasons that you did what you did, other atheists, so it's fine. That's not fine. So what we need to be doing is making sure that we're holding each other in the community accountable without, you know, blowing things out of proportion either, right, and overreacting. So it's a delicate balance, and the fact that we're even having the conversation and moving progressively, I think, towards a better community is positive. It's just really exhausting, and it takes a long time to do it. Yeah, and I and on, on on top of that, I'll, I I kind of want to just add in, you have a whole lot of people that are very well meaning that are making things worse for everybody. Yeah. Um. You know, I I think the one of the big ones is you know, well, you're just a monster, so I'm I'm done with you. It's like, okay, what did I do? Well, it's not my job to to teach you. It's like, okay, you know, while that's understandable, and while that is a definitely a, an understandable position that might be an indicator if you're saying that that you need to do a little bit more research so that you if you did have that time or ability that you could you know when when you pile on but you don't actually you're not actually ready to engage you're not helping as much as you would think yeah um you know yeah go ahead (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's just it's you, you've got us on a on a pretty intense topic considering some of the things that have gone down in the last couple of weeks within the atheist community. It's very timely your call, um, and we all have very many feelings about it. But yeah. I think the bottom line here is that we need to make sure that we are speaking up where we can, as long as it's good for our mental health and we feel comfortable and and, and safe in doing so. And we are going to be able to influence more and more people, Andrew, like you, who are seeing, oh, well, maybe my mind should be changed here. And maybe this is now my new worldview. And making sure we can look back at who we used to be, like you're doing, and saying, hey, here's a thing that I used to think. And here's why I thought that. And I wasn't meaning to be a bad person then, you know, or like to have yeah. this worldview that was harmful. And being able to put yourself in your shoes a year ago, seven years ago, and see how far you've come as a person and how far we've come as a community. Absolutely. I, I, I can only imagine if, uh, if I was on social media when I was in high school. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't have Twitter in high school. <laughs> Although I would have literally just posted Lord of the Rings quotes. Like yeah. it would have just been a Lord of the Rings bot, but actually just me oh, in my oh. room. Well, back in my day, was it, I think MySpace was just starting. So, oh, okay. Anyway. I mean, same, but all right. Um, Andrew, thank you so much for your call. Any last yeah. thoughts? Um, the only thing that I could think of is that it feels like the divide, if I was going to like put it into a nutshell, is kind of under the idea of like people who want to focus on empathy and people who want to you know, preserve their feelings and their uh, sanity even with something that's kind of like apathy. Yeah. Uh, Apathy is easier. It's the easy way out. Yes, it is. And there's room for all of us. I I mean, the thing is, specifically when it comes to empathy, I've tried my best to wear my heart on my sleeve. 
And I found a thread the other day that was just a Eric is the most disingenuous, you know, <laughs> smug. Why? Well, I, I, I get I, it's the face, but um, <laughs> like he, he, you know, absolutely. And I, I, I get it. You know, um, it's weird for a lot of people to see, you know, that kind of reaction. And I, I, I understand it. You know, the thing is, don't try to be something that you're not. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to be my authentic self, whether people believe it or not, as long as I can. And I wouldn't want to push somebody who is not in a place where they can do that to do it. You know, some people are not there to have that, you know, compassionate or empathetic approach. And that's okay. There's room for them. Just don't pretend to either, you know, just find what works for you. Yeah. I, anyway, sorry, that, that that's a deep cut in, into years of having done this in, in, in different ways. And, in, in, and, uh, yeah. Um, for those of you who are watching, just because you're not us, just because you don't have our specific approach or some or your favorite content creators approach doesn't mean that your voice is not welcome. It should be welcome. It should be included. And, uh, yeah, that's okay. Andrew, I know that you waited a long time. You actually waited on the line last week and you never got on. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for calling in this week and thank you for your patience. Oh, thanks, Eric. And I think your face is actually pretty cute. So you should be so hard Oh, shucks. Thank I you, agree Andrew. with you, Andrew. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling in. <laughs> I got the red behind me. It's hiding. <laughs> hiding the blush. All right. Um, so normally we wind up uh, leaving the show with a bunch of callers on the line waiting, but uh, we have room for a bunch of callers. So uh, if you want to talk to us, especially if you're a believer, talk to us what about what you believe and why. We want to know. We want to hear from you. We want to talk to you. Uh, tiny.cc slash call SG. It is ad free and we would love to hear from you. In the meantime, let's talk to Hayden in Margaret River, Australia. Hayden. You're live with Eric and V. Hi, V. Hi, Eric. It's uh, pretty exciting to be on the line for you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank Hello. You. It, it looks like you've got a question that may need to go a little bit more towards V. What did you want to ask? <laughs> to, what did you want to ask today? Absolutely, and it's something that I've um, heard. Uh, <clears throat> pardon me. I probably need some water. Uh, that I've heard uh, V opine on before. Um, uh, so um, to, to give you the uh, the rapid pitch of um, the background here. Mm -hmm. Since leaving religion a number of years ago and practicing my skepticism more, I've had no issues at all leaving behind uh, uh, any sort of spirituality and ritual for myself. Um, and and uh, uh, however, my wife uh, in the uh, friend she's made recently has really taken an interest in tarot. Um, now she doesn't believe that she's going to predict the future here. Um, but I want to be a little bit more empathetic, something I pro could probably practice more. Um, and I was hoping that they, maybe you could frame that in a way for me that I can better get my head around how that's useful to people who are atheists or skeptics or generally don't have any belief in the supernatural. Absolutely. That's a really good question, Hayden. And I love that you're kind of engaging with this because your wife is and you're like, I want to be supportive, but also not just accept things because, you know, a partner is doing it. Um, that's a very healthy way to go about that. Um, thank you. Uh, so yeah. Um, 
here's my pitch for how I use tarot. And I do want to make sure that I caveat this with the, uh, you know, caveat that your wife might be using him differently. Um, in which case you would have to have a conversation with her to see exactly what she thinks about it. Um, but the way that I use it, there is absolutely no supernatural element to it. There is nothing powerful about the cards themselves. There's no magic involved, but what they allow me to do and for myself and for other people I've found, um, is look at a situation in a new light. So each of the cards has a picture on it that corresponds with a little bit of like a story. So say you get the two of coins as a card. The card is telling you the mini story, like the flash fiction version of, hey, there's a person, it could be you, it could be somebody else who is juggling just one too many things right now, probably related to money. And, you know, they're kind of feeling off balance, right? So that's what the story that the card is just telling you. And then you get to look at that card and you, you get to say, am I feeling off balance right now? Is the stress related to money? Is there something in my life that I can put down so that I don't have to juggle as many things right now? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that can actually spark a whole chain of thoughts and solutions that you wouldn't have thought of without that mini story kind of giving you that prompt to think about it in that way. So that's how I use it. And I found it to be very useful, um, especially if I find myself in like a, a mental spiral where I'm just kind of going over the same five thoughts over and over again. Um, it gets me out of that circular path and off onto, you know, it doesn't, it's not always the right path, but it's a different path that lets me look at things in a different way. Does that make sense? No, no, it absolutely does. And uh, the way I was looking at this was as a sort of a, a touchstone or a focal point uh, similar to that, but that really uh, colors things a little bit more. Um, and uh, yeah, no, that that's interesting. It's, uh, it can just be a challenge for me to find a, a, a way to look at these things uh, and, and see the exact utility of it and be as sympathetic as I'd like. Um, uh, and, and yeah, you, you're right. It's, um, the the idea of using it as a jumping off point for further thoughts is um, yeah something I hadn't looked at. Um, thank you yeah, so much. Absolutely. I, I really don't know that I have much more to add to that discussion. I, yeah, I, there's, I'd like to chime in a little bit. Absolutely, I do want to give yeah. like one more little disclaimer here, which is that 
the tricky thing with this is that you need to use it responsibly, right? If you have, uh, if you want to use tarot cards, you want to learn how to use them. Absolutely. You can, but that does give you a little bit of power, especially because the concept of tarot as something supernatural that can predict the future or look into your soul or whatever is so unfortunately prevalent that you could technically go up to somebody and tell them their future quote unquote, and they might believe you. So while it's absolutely okay to use a tool in a healthy way, because there's nothing inherently moral or amoral about a tool. Um, you do have to be aware, uh, whether you're reading tarot or whether, you know, you are engaging with somebody who is that it does provide the person with a little bit of that extra power because we live in a supernatural, uh, uh, skeptic. People have a supernatural mindset when they superstitious, superstitious, okay. Super, that's the word superstitious culture that will approach tarot cards more often than not as something magical. So as long as you're yeah. educating people about what you're doing and how to use it, I say go for it. Yeah. I, I mean, it, just the way our brains work is it fills in the blanks, you know, and when you have something that is as generic as those little mini stories for each card, um, you can shift things to apply it to yourself any number of ways. And so you're absolutely right. Um, the, the only, I, that was actually what I was going to say. <laughs> so that's good. Um, the only other thing I would, I would add is if somebody's still watching this and is going, I really don't understand. Um, here's another way of, of looking at it. Um, if you are, are faced with a decision and you have two choices, flip a coin. Now, when that coin's in the air, which one do you hope it lands on? You know, it, it's it's interesting how there are times that I didn't know that I wanted to make a specific decision, but I flip a coin and before revealing it, I realized, mm -hmm. no, actually, this helped me. I, I now know that I want to go with X and not Y. And um, it's it's just a prompt to help you kind of figure that out. So that's all. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. Well, uh, thank you both so much for your input on that. Um, I'm going to try and take that away and try and approach this uh, better than I probably have. <laughs> well, thank, thank you, you so much for calling in. It's a really interesting conversation. I love it. Um, yeah. Anyone who has questions about tarot and skepticism, get in touch. Like, that's definitely a conversation I want to keep having. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, Hayden, right. thank you so much for calling in. All right. You guys have a lovely day. You too. Bye. Bye. That actually reminds me of um, brujeria, um, that there are uh, plenty of uh, Latino cultures and I'm sure other cultures, but in my experience, mm -hmm. um, you know, cultures that have kind of that Spanish descent where they'll actually use playing cards to do the same kind of thing. And it yeah. just, it, it, it doesn't matter what it is, you know, our, our brains are just so good at making connections that as long as you have that prompt, it can help you. And what's wild is there are people who just really do believe it. And, and well, I guess it's not that wild. There was a time when I wondered whether or not it was real and, and same. you know, it, it, it wasn't until I stumbled upon a skeptic podcast um, and somebody said, that's not real. And I looked at that and went, oh, you're right. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I, but like it, there's a whole other kind of magic that happens when you realize, oh, this is me manipulating my own brain into doing the things that I want it to do and making me feel the way I want to feel. And that's 
honestly so much more empowering than being like, oh, I guess I've harnessed this random earth magic or, or whatever, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. For me, the realization that it was me being able to change the way I was interacting with the world, that made it all click. I, what, what really worked actually that was a huge difference for me was when you did a tarot card reading for me. Yeah. And I looked at it and two things happened. Number one, there was a generic story of, you know, somebody being a really bad influence in your life. And I went, oh, I know who it is. And then I stopped and went, oh, that's a really toxic person in my life. I need to not have that person in my life, you know, but it, it took that prompt. And the other was, you know, well, what about the future? What's the future going to be like? Yeah. And it was super vague and it didn't really fit. And we were like trying to do backflips until I settled into what I hoped my future would be like. And I was able to set goals after that because I had a clear idea of, hey, here's where I want to be in 10 years. Uh -huh. And um, I've moved forward after that with a better understanding of what my wants are and what my needs are and what direction I'm going to be going in. Yeah, you had a pretty good experience. I did. Yay. I did. All right. You ready to talk to the next person? Yes, I am. All right. I want to talk to Nick in Tennessee. Nick. Greeting. Greeting. Hello. You're live with Eric and V. What would you like to talk about? I want to talk about numbers. Again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, different numbers. Fine. Book of numbers. In the book oh. of numbers, let me get my bibble. Hold on, just a second. Uh, I'll, I'll give you to V. Uh, how you? How have you been doing, Nick? I've been doing quite well. How are y'all? Doing good. Doing good. Um, yeah, we're just uh, just hanging out, just chilling. What's the? Uh, so we're talking about numbers. Today. Okay. I know Eric's yeah. excited um, because he's been doing a deep dive into the Old Testament. I have. Mostly it's been in the, con con the conquest of Canaan, though. So um, we're, we're going to have to oh, go from there. What, what about what about the Book of Numbers? Well, I wanted to uh, address a uh, popular misconception in contemporary Christianity that God is uh, pro-life or in some way anti-abortion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think it would be useful for the atheist community or skeptic community to have as a resource the knowledge that the Bible includes a process whereby uh, a man could have his wife's child aborted if yeah. she had not been faithful to him. Yeah, uh, in the church, in like the tabernacle, no less. Like it was yeah, like a holy thing. Yeah. I, you know, Nick, what, what kind of gets me, are you a believer? No, not anymore. Not anymore. Okay. So what, what kind of gets me is it, it, it seems like there are so many times that people look at the Bible and, and they, they want it to support their already held beliefs. And so while, oh, yeah. that, while that is brought up and as, as an example of a, you know, well, obviously, you know, uh, abortion was allowed. It's it's in the Bible. Here it is. Uh, people will point to other verses and say, well, it's not allowed because of, you know, it, it says here that God knew you before, you know, you were in the womb and, and, and all of that. And so what really is interesting to me is how people will use the same book to justify totally opposite views. Oh, yeah. The cherry picking is strong. Yeah. The cherry picking is strong. It is. It is. Um, but I, I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a misconception because for those people who think that uh, the, they are uh, anti-abortion, you know, and they say that the Bible backs them up, I wouldn't say that it's a misconception for us to believe them 
at what they're saying because we're addressing them and what they believe. You know, we, we, I, I don't agree with them that their holy book is true. So, you know, obviously I'm not going to try to invalidate them on that technicality, but meeting them and having that information and saying, well, actually, you know, uh, here's, here's a prescription for abortion in the Bible. It helps, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to invalidate them because it's all their beliefs anyway, you know? Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's fair. Yeah. Um, it can't be, yeah, it can't be very helpful uh, in certain circumstances for sure to be like, you think that your book very clearly says one thing. We, you don't need to ditch that belief and never think about it again when I show you this other verse. But showing them that other verse could start that process of, oh, maybe there are multiple interpretations or maybe we're focusing on some verses more than others and why is that? Um, which was honestly the very first step in my deconversion process was realizing that there wasn't just one message and not everybody was getting the same one. So I oh, think... Yeah that it's absolutely something that should be brought up in certain circumstances. But a lot of what we see today in evangelical Christianity is not reflected in the Bible at all. Like none of it is biblical. They've overlaid a bunch of preconceptions onto the Bible. But I mean, ask a theist a Christian where it says that they have a right to bear arms in the Bible because they absolutely are going to say that it exists. Yeah. They're not going to be able to point to a verse. No, they're going to point to the verse where Jesus says, sell your cloak and buy a sword. Um, and honestly, if, if it was a pro-sword argument, if that was the debate <laughs> was over swords, I think I'd be a whole lot more comfortable. Uh, huh, but anyway. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to ask about? Um, no, just uh, for anybody who's interested about the section, it's in uh, the book of Numbers in the Bible, chapter 5, verses 11 through 29. Um, it's uh, some pretty fucked up shit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, be grotesquely deformed and whatnot. So, the, the good uh, yeah, God's don't worship him. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the good news is, is the book of Numbers was written long after it's purported, long after the time that it's purported to be representing. And uh, there is a good number of archaeological evidence, good amount of archaeological evidence that shows that it's only ever happened in the mind of the writer. So we can take solace in that at least because, yeah, there's some pretty screwed up stuff that happens in there. Nick, right. th thank you for calling. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Have a great show. Thank you. You too. Or you too. You too. Will do. Thank Have you. Have a great show, Nick. I, <laughs> that's so embarrassing. I, 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 I did it. I did it the. Uh, I did it last night. To be fair, I was also very drunk. <laughs> Like have a have a safe trip back. And I was you like, too. you too. Like the two steps it takes you to get back into your apartment. Or, 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 or going to a restaurant and the waiter says, "Enjoy your meal." You too. Oh wait, you're Ooh. not eating. Yeah, yeah it's that's awkward. Um, I think there's another <laughs> point to be made here before we jump into taking another call, which is that um, 
I think that a lot of people don't like the idea that most of the rules in the Bible, especially the Old Testament, are very much centered around uh, property and ownership and, you know, prioritizing one group, uh, men over, you know, women and children. And this example that Nick gave from Numbers is exactly that. Like, it's not a... The reason I don't like it very much uh, to use as an abortion argument is because it's not this this woman made a decision and or this person made a decision and she is taking matters into her own hands to you know make her life better it's oh this guy thinks she may have cheated on him at some point and might be pregnant so he's going to force her to undergo a ritual that will forcibly abort a fetus if it is in her womb and like that's not what anybody is advocating for when they're talking You're about abortion. Absolutely right. Holy anyway. crap. Yeah. <laughs> so like uh. yes, but the reasoning behind it is still wrong. So I always like to kind of include that caveat now that I that I've kind of like wrapped my head around that. Um, because yeah. no one, nobody is uh, advocating for the ordeal of the bitter water uh, in the 21st century. <laughs> so. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are we going to talk to Billy? Yeah, let's talk to Billy. Billy in Virginia, your life with Eric and V. What did you want to talk about today? Hi, Eric. Hi, hi V. Um, the reason I, I called is because I, I caught an, an, um, a conversation you had with a caller in regards to um, ethiopaganism. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> I, I was very interested in that, in the fact that I, w I was a Scottish solitary witch for over 20 years. And, um, you know, a lot of what the, call the first caller was talking about what was the social and, you know, the ritual aspects of, of uh, witchcraft. And I just wanted to uh, bring up that a lot of um, witches do believe in you know, like magic, and you know, I, w I wanted to give a little pushback on magic being supernatural, um, because uh, from what my standpoint was on magic is magic w w was basically science that hadn't been uh, described yet, or, or you know, um, figured out yet, and. A lot of a lot of that has to do with um, in, in the tradition in which I practice, which was uh, pickish, 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 which is an yes, which is an ancient Scottish um, tradition. Hmm. The uh, it, it, it was more about it was more about using nature. It was more about manipulating energies and using the energies that, that are all around us in, in um, our ritual. So can, can I stop in you our there? ritual? Yeah, the, sure. Um, so that's where I that's where I get off the train mm -hmm. uh, is the energies thing. And, and that's why I every time I talk about this specific topic, I, I clarify that, you know, maybe you do it because you like the tradition or you like the, the rituals or whatever. And that, that, that's fantastic. But 
when words like energy start getting tossed around, that's when I think we're getting into some trouble. Um, I, I mean, when you say manipulating energies, what do you mean? Well, we actually manipulate all kinds of energies in science all the time, sure, such as and, things like like splitting atoms, using yeah. hydroelectric and solar power. Yeah, I, and I, when I'm talking, and when I'm talking about energies, that's the type. Of, that's the kind of energy that I'm talking about. Um, okay, so so, so what, hold on. Are, are you saying that there are are witch covens that are going around putting up solar? At people's in people's neighborhoods. Hey, honestly, that would be an amazing. That would be really cool. That would be amazing. But if if you're not talking about something that you know we can measure, because we understand a lot about energy, but it gets used so vaguely that you know the energy all around us. What do you mean by the energy all around us? Because if you're talking about manipulating the energy around us, you could be talking about walking over to the outlet and plugging something into the wall. That's manipulating an energy that's around you. Or are you talking oh. about trying to derive something from the ether? Because if that's the case, I would say that's not manipulating energy. That's just lying to yourself. Well, you 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 would say like when when you do things like like dance or when you're singing or with you know chanting and stuff. You can you you can bring your own body body energy and uh, you know through through taking in food and movement and other things we produce energy correct yes that is uh... that's the energy that I'm talking about I'm not talking about anything supernatural okay I'm not talking about anything you know that that we have no explanation for. I'm talking about using energies that that we actually produce through our own bodies and, and through other methods, and using those energies to to uh, you know do things like like um, <laughs> well like, like what like, like hands on uh, on manipulation and, like, like, and stuff like hands on manipulation like sculpting. Like drawing? Well, no. What, 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 like, um, what, like trying to help people re um, relieve pain and. Uh, see, see. I uh, mean, there, 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 there are actually scientific studies that well, show let's, let's, things like being being positive, being positive in, in situations like having cancer or having other illnesses or or, or recovering from illnesses yeah, I, where, where I, uh, if you have a positive energy if you have a billy, positive billy here's here's the thing i think that we run a really really dangerous risk when we use that specific language uh because it can be used to you can say the exact same words and justify some really really bad stuff so let's let's be very clear the energy that you get from digesting food is chemical energy Right, it's it's something that your body uses to keep moving. Laying hands on somebody, they're not getting the energy that I've gotten from digesting food. That's not a thing. And so, when you conflate those two things, you're starting to build a narrative 
that has no basis in reality, right? I, I, yes, there, there are absolutely studies that have shown that having a positive outlook on yourself uh, has increased people's ability to fight off some sicknesses. Um, I don't think that I would be able to look at somebody who's dying of cancer and say, well, you didn't have a positive enough outlook because that's the other side of it. If you say, you know, well, it helps and then somebody doesn't get the help, do you blame that person? Well, you didn't try hard enough? No. No. Uh, no. Yeah. So, so when, and that's not at all what I'm saying. Yeah. So, so, so when, when you're talking about that, let's instead move away from the word energy and try and use some more specific language. So how about um, adjusting your diet so that you can increase uh, your body's chances of being able to fight off infection or um, making sure that you're getting enough sleep uh, so that your circadian, so your circadian rhythm is such that your immune system is better, right? Um, doing your best to uh, not shut yourself away where you are aren't getting any exercise or sunlight and um you know that, that there's a, a a huge link between general health and and uh and exercise right you can do that but when you're saying you're using your energies and, and putting them towards healing it it gives fuel to these supernatural claims and we really don't want to do that do you think you could maybe adjust that language in the future so that you're not potentially propping up those those supernatural claims? Because there there are a lot of snake oil salesmen. There are a lot of a lot of shady people who would take advantage of that. And I agree. And I, and in the sense that that there are a lot of people who misuse those terms. But um, as far as changing it, I mean. Like when, when when I'm talking about about um, but like using like the energy that you would get from 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 doing a, a, a ritualistic thing like like dance or music or or whatever, and then your body and then you and you are more worked up physically, and then you can use that heat that is being produced by your body to help things like, like people who, who are having pain and and so forth. I mean, that's the type of energy I'm talking about. I'm not talking about some supernatural thing that comes from 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 magically out of nowhere. I'm talking about about using what's available to us through our own our own living to help and use and manipulate um your brain chemistry see here's the deal um billy uh okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think we're we're mixing up terms here a little bit. Uh, I think it's happening on both ends of the screen here. So there's atheism and there's skepticism. And atheism often it also it doesn't right. just talk about God. It talks about all supernatural phenomena sometimes, not always. So if somebody says they're an atheist and also a witch, right, that could mean that they don't believe in gods, don't believe in demons, don't believe in supernatural stuff at all, and are still a witch. And if that's you, then that's cool. Um, but that doesn't touch skepticism. Skepticism doesn't just have to do with the supernatural. It also has to do with how we understand the natural world and how we interact with it. So when we're pushing back on you, it's not because we think that you have supernatural beliefs. I believe you that you don't. What we're pushing back on is we're being skeptical about the idea that you could dance up enough energy to uh, heal somebody or ease pain by laying on of hands, right? We haven't seen that happen in any kind of controlled environment or in any kind of really repeatable, testable way. So we are skeptical that that is a thing. So are there studies that you can show us or, or examples you can give uh, of sources where we could go look into this some more? Uh, to be honest with you, I don't, I, I, I didn't come prepared with, with, you know, with actual physical studies, well, you know, the names of, of, of specific cited papers, but, um, I, you know, I, I much of like when, when I'm talking about like hands-on stuff and, and stuff like that, basically, it's like using it's like using um like like if you have muscle pain or something and, and you put heat on it and basically that that's the same type of, of of is one individual using that type of body heat that type of of and I, and I and I'm sorry if you disagree with the terminology but I don't I don't have any other word for it that type of energy to to alleviate um you know discomfort that somebody else has had yeah so um, so put a put a hot pack on it that's totally understandable you know i what, what the, the thing is well what, what, if, what's the difference between a hot pack and somebody's hot um you know hands or sure absolutely so so well, the, the, and, and that's what I, that's what it's I, 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 That's the type of. I, I, I totally get it, and I can clarify here. Um, again, it's being specific when we get the opportunity. So, if you're talking about heat energy, heat energy can come from different things. It can come mechanically from, uh, you know, m moving things like with your hands, or it can come from something that is warm, right, like a hot pack. But the way that energy, that heat, is produced and created. You know, uh, the, the, those effects are important to point out. And again, the reason is because when it becomes too broad, when you're mixing those things together, 
you're talking to two people who at one time believed that putting hands on someone had a very specific meaning. When, when you laid hands on somebody in church, yeah. you were putting hands on them and praying and treating yourselves as some kind of lightning rod conduit between that person and God so that you can ask for God to go through your body and intervene on their behalf to heal them. And that, 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 that energy, you know, energy in quotes, right, um, is not real. It's not mechanical. It's not heat energy. It's, but it's being called energy. And that's how they describe it. And so when you're describing this to us, you also have to keep in mind that we have histories too. And when we come to conversations, we are bringing that history with us. We're bringing that understanding from our own lives with us. And so you may not have that connection for yourself, um, but that's what's coming across. And that's why I think there's a language problem here and, and making sure that you're specific with your language can help smooth out a lot of problems. I have family members who are not necessarily believers, but are really, really into woo. And so they will try and, and um, blur the line between medicine and not medicine by calling it all energy. And so it, it, just, it just sparks in my head and I go, no, 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 no. Let's be very specific. That way we don't um, make any mistakes along the way. Um, yeah, and let me, and, and let me this, that, that's actually, what you were just talking about is actually why I stopped practicing because, as you said, anything taken to an extreme is going to be... Uh, detrimental and, and you know if you if you believe that that you know the and I'm going to use the word that I was using again these energies can can replace things like you know medical science and, and, and doing stuff you know and, and taking care and taking proper care of yourself and stuff like that, then then yes, it, it can be dangerous, and that's why I stepped away from the practice. Cheers. Do you but it, at the same time, though, I, I I still have questions about you know are 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 those and I, I will put up air quotes though. The, the energies that I'm speaking of are are they still a beneficial thing? Are they still something that that can still I can still appropriate in my life that that um, will be helpful for for me? Um, well, so, and, and I can't I can't answer that right now. I I, I, I can help. I can help. So let's say it absolutely was not a thing. Because that's my stance is that, you know, healing, no matter what, even just a tiny bit of energy healing is not a thing. But um, even if it's benign, I think that when you can draw the line, you can still get a lot of benefits. Like, I like to meditate. I don't do it often, but when I do, I really, really enjoy it. Um, there... I don't think that I'm necessarily getting in touch with the earth and finding, you know, centering myself and, and, and my chakras and, you know, aligning things and all of that. And I don't need to, to feel better about it. 
right, to take care of yourself, that's enough. I don't think you necessarily need extra woo on top of it. You know, if, if you do, then um, is it any different than a placebo? Placebos are very, very useful and they're effective. And that is something that numerous studies have shown over and over again. The placebos are fantastic. Um, that doesn't mean you need to necessarily believe in all of the weirdness. You know, I, I, I just, I want to make sure that, that people who are watching, you know, even if it's just a tiny bit of intercessory prayer, um, when you think you have an effect on the world and you really don't, it, it's not helping. You know, there are so many people, and again, this is back to our histories, right? There's so many people who say, I'm sending thoughts and prayers to, to help you, you know, they're, they're thinking nice thoughts. Maybe there's a, maybe there's a help when you see that you're cared about by other people, but I just, I want us to have a clear understanding of what our impact is on ourselves and each other and, 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 and how that plays out. I think you should have good reasons. And, and I think that you've moved out of a lot of that superstition, but I just, maybe we should shelve the word energy and try and use other language that is more specific. Well, I'm not, I'm, I guess I'm not sure what that would be. Sure. Um, so so, so uh, instead use medical language. If you are exercising, talk about exercise. If you're talking about giving someone a massage who consents to being massaged, fantastic. If you want to cuddle up to somebody and share body warmth, fantastic. If you, uh, you know, need an ice pack uh, because you've got some swelling or you want a heat pack to help ease some muscle pain, which is really, really nice. V and I have been going to the gym lately. Um, that's fantastic. But just being specific about it, clarifies everything and when you're talking to skeptics that clarification can be the difference between having a productive conversation and just shooting around in the dark yeah and i mean the the, the purpose you know the whole, the whole purpose of my call was just to say that there are people who who do believe in the way that i that I was speaking yeah. and, you know, I don't, and, and I don't necessarily see their, their beliefs as being negative or harmful unless that, unless they start to interfere with things like, like seeking medical attention. <laughs> and, but, but, but that and, is, that is where it starts. That is where it starts. It doesn't always start hardcore. It starts in benign places. But when you start to attribute um, even small supernatural causation to things, that's the basis that people use to build up to larger, you know, arguments against medicine. So we're, we're stamping it out from the beginning. But we do need to move on to the next call. Um, but Billy, thank you for calling in. Thank you. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's the thing, is there are so many people who say, well, it's not harming anybody. My personal belief isn't harming people. But that's where it starts. Yeah, it's, that is where it starts. And I think we need to redefine harm, honestly, because I think we've allowed 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A very aggressive and violent group of people to define what harm is. Well, I'm not going out on a literal crusade. I'm not shooting up a mall. I'm not blowing up a Planned Parenthood. So clearly my beliefs are not harmful. They might not be violent, but there's a difference Harmful can also be encouraging bad behavior through omission of facts or through just not talking about things or through sloppy language, right? Yeah. So there is a difference between harm and violence. And I feel like this is my thing today being like, well, we're talking about this thing, but we actually mean this other tangential thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So we're not, when we say a belief is harmful, we are by no means calling you a violent person or saying that your belief is violent in any way. That is not what we're saying. What we are saying is that there may be elements of that belief that if gone unchecked and not talked about and actually brought to light could result in someone taking that in a really bad direction. Yeah. So a perfect example of that is essential oils. Yes. Uh, You know, somebody says, oh, well, you know, if you rub on this essential oil, it will help with something very benign, something very simple. It's calming and it'll actually calm you. I do have a couple of bottles of lavender Because it it, it, it makes you, the smell. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But then people move on. Oh, well, this actually takes care of joint pain. Mm -hmm. And that's easily uh, explained by a, a, um, Oh, my placebo. That's easily a yeah. placebo. Um, and then it goes on and on and on and forward and forward and forward. And people start, well, you know, maybe I can use this essential oil instead of going to, you know, maybe a, I had a mild infection. Right. And it turns out that that essential oil was damaging and and you know you 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 put it on and 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 something happened yeah but then it goes forward and forward <laughs> until until at this point i'm actually on reddit and there there's a a subreddit called shit mom groups to say oh god and almost every week there are stories news stories of parents who didn't take their kids to the doctor who whose kids died of the flu yeah. Who died of, I mean, th- th- there's one, there was one tragic story I read about a, I think a four-year-old girl who had to beg her parents to take her to the doctor because they wouldn't take her and she barely survived, yeah. you know, and, and it just, it, it starts small and that's the time to make sure that you're providing good education on all of this because right. if you wait until that person isn't taking their kids to the doctor that is a mountain that is very, very hard to climb. Yeah. I will never forget the day that I 
uh, I was an early teen and I had an infection and I wanted to go to the doctor and my dad jokingly, quote unquote, was like, wouldn't it be nicer though if you just like let it kill you and then you could go to heaven? What the fuck? Yeah. That was a terrifying moment because I realized in that moment, oh, you're mostly joking, but like there's definitely a level of seriousness there and you control the transportation and the funding and the you know, the credit card. So if, if you ever decided not to joke about this and this was legit, like I'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. So yeah. Also just like, yeah, I, I've seen, I've seen people suggest put, putting like peppermint oil on your, like your private bits. Oh, that, yeah, that would burn yeah, so bad. Yeah. That burn, that's not helping. That's not a helpful burn. It's not. Also, um, <laughs> you know, cutting onions and putting them in your socks or potatoes. Uh, if, 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 putting if anybody, a potato on the vaccination site to draw out all the toxins. All the 5G. Okay. If somebody says toxins, run. Run. If they want to draw the toxins out, run. That is not a thing. <laughs> That is not a thing. And potatoes get brown when they're oxidized. Like that. All it gets the toxins. It's, it's all the toxins. Yeah. It's so gross. Yeah. But hey, you know what? If having a little bit of potato in your pocket is going to help you go get vaccinated, I, use that potato, dude. Like, go get that vaccine, put that potato on there. You're good to go. Uh, that is a different argument. That's a different. That, 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 that is. That's the pragmatic approach. It, yeah. We should probably. We have a couple more calls. We do. Let's talk to Matt in Kentucky. All right. Matt, your life with Eric and V. What would you like to talk about today? Um. Well, I was going to talk about. Um, oh, years ago, I had. I was talking to a guy and. Uh, it was about the afterlife, and I was trying to explain. He said, well, I don't believe in an afterlife and all this stuff. And and I said, well, how come I always hear about the afterlife and not the before life, you know? Oh. And I think over time, my mind started dwelling on that more and more. Um, and, and so I told this one guy, I said, well, you know, there was a time before I was born that I didn't exist, but here I am. I guess you could call this like the after, I don't know, the last 13 billion year life or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, but anyway, uh, I get, it, the odd thing I think is that everyone is stuck in their own brain. And like, say, say for example, I mean, if you, cause when I was a little kid, I remember, uh, running around the playground and I, I would imagine weird things like, like trying to teleport my mind into someone else's mind. Oh, but yeah, even if you fun. did that, you'd still, yeah, you'd still be in their brain and then what's it, whatever's going on in their brain, um, is going to be going on in their brain. So like the way I see it now is like, if you did that, you'd just be stuck in what they were thinking from the time they were a child. And then they'd be, and then they'd be looking at you like you're you. And then it, it was just, <laughs> That's I don't know. starting to get complex. But, but anyway, it's just twilight zone right it, here. It, I, uh, but, but there isn't really anything more, anything too complex about that, except I actually have a somewhat, I, I didn't have a fear of dying for the longest time. I've been an atheist for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And, um, I didn't have a fear of it, but I kind of have a fear of what happens after I die, you know, and it's kind of weird. I, I can't explain it, but, uh, it has to do with the fact that life is born all the time. And of course, you know, I definitely have, uh, empathy and, and for animals. Mm -hmm. Especially mice, they get they get they get the raw. I think that one of the rawest ends of the deal <laughs> when it just comes to being a wild animal. Oh, yeah. And this um, is a, this is and a I'm thinking about I'm thinking about 
I'm thinking yeah, about where, like bugs, like I don't know, and, and insects and Matt, snakes and Matt, where, where, different mammals that eat them. And Matt, where are we going? I'm, I'm, I'm I've lost the thread. <laughs> well, okay, so um, yeah, I was just I was just saying that uh, I hear a lot of people talk about an afterlife. Uh, they never talk about a before life. Um, but the thing is, is there really isn't any any more to it. It's it's just that when a person's born, um, their brain um, processes everything from the time they're born, and that's it. And then when they die, whatever is stored in that person's brain is gone. And yeah. how, um, how about how about we just view it as consciousness? Well, yeah, it is. That's yeah. You can view it as consciousness. I mean, that's what it is. But I, I mean, uh, so it's something that's hard to it's hard to it's it's hard to explain. It is something that my mind it goes in kind of circles well, when so I'm trying if, to talk about it. Uh, if if you want to do a really really fun dive, uh, the Mormons have some crazy views on it. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that you're limited to the experience that you've had when it comes to that. But the Mormons believe that mm -hmm. there was an entire war in the pre-existence and that whatever side you took during the war impacts the life that you were born into. And um, for the longest time, at least until 19, the 1970s, I believe, mm -hmm. um, they, mm -hmm. they, they thought that uh, if you were on the wrong side of the pre-existence war, uh, that you came out black. You're mm. cursed with the skin of darkness. Oh God! Is what is specifically in the Book of Mormon. Oh God! Uh, yeah, no, it's it's real cringe. Um, but uh, but if if people just kind of want to have something to think about on this, um, we absolutely you know find ourselves so often confronted with the idea of our own non-existence and i came to a realization not too long ago that i had that as a child and didn't realize what it was and i think so many of us do that a child you know when you're a kid you don't want to go to bed why don't you want to go to bed mm -hmm. it's scary why because that's time that you are just not there <laughs> it is unaccounted yeah. for time and uh, I, I mean yeah there there are so many amazing philosophical conversations to be had from there um, um a really good resource uh matt if you're interested in these kinds of questions and following these questions to their like mm -hmm. most ridiculous conclusions which is philosophy and so much fun is um if you go on the great courses plus um, app the course big questions of philosophy by dr david kyle johnson is amazing david kyle johnson david kyle johnson he does an entire david kyle johnson okay yeah absolutely brilliant i will link that below um i've actually had the mm -hmm. pleasure of talking with him about star trek before which was like a dream come true you did you talked about it for weeks yeah. i did i did i did <laughs> um but he's an amazing professor philosopher and he dives exactly into what you're talking about in a really cool way so definitely a resource i check yeah. out yeah uh, i don't know if you all got what i was the, the point i guess the point i was really trying to come to try to get across was um the idea of coming into and, and this is it really isn't about as much of the consciousness uh, of a person's mind as yeah. much as just coming into you can, can and I, then when you're dead it's like you can i read like you just imagine like a, yeah sorry, can, go ahead. can i read you what the call screener wrote they they the the question here on the call notes is do the hosts believe that existence or the lack thereof is the same before birth and after death is that the question oh Oh, well, okay. Um, that was the only way. I, that was the only way that I could frame it. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, 
So um, yeah, that that's fine. Okay, um, I think that when you are, you know, consciousness is part of having a functioning brain, and mm. when you don't have a functioning brain, you don't have that. Um, you don't have anything. I, I think that you are that yeah. emergent process of that functioning brain. Um, so mm -hmm. when that goes away, so do all of the rest. Well, so does all the rest. Yeah. What about you? B? Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. A, no, no, it's I, like I, I when totally water... agree. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. 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 It's well, like, here's a, here's a dry piece of wood and then we're going to wet that piece of wood. And while it is wet, it has the property of wetness. And then when it dries, it's not wet anymore. The wetness didn't go somewhere else and it didn't exist beforehand. It's a, it's a property of a phenomenon that exists for as long as it exists and then it doesn't exist anymore. No, I, I, you know, I totally understand, you know, yeah. what consciousness is and I understand that it's dependent on, you know, a person's brain from the time you're born to the time you die. What I'm, I'm kind of thinking outside the box and just for the fact that, you know, animals are constantly being born with or well mammals especially a higher order mammals uh, or and Matt, humans Matt, I, uh, I, I, but it gets it gets complicated yeah i, I maybe a little too Again, complex I, we, I don't have, a... i don't i don't have to keep i don't have to keep going on about it that's fine that's okay i i think that the idea <laughs> of uh non-humans being conscious is not a argument we're gonna fight you on Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We don't have uh, to we don't have to talk about non-humans. I yeah, so either way, Matt, thank you for calling in. <laughs> All right, you're welcome. Hey, hey, <laughs> bye bye. Matt, you're in yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Do we see you at the Ark Encounter? I live very close to the Ark Encounter, and I live close to the. Uh, Why didn't we? Um, oh, what is that thing in Petersburg? Uh, uh, the, the, whatever the that creation new museum. is, yeah. Um, the creation exhibit. Yeah, yeah. I, I was waiting on that thing when they built it. Yeah. So, did you come and see us? No, I, I didn't even know about you all. Oh, uh, Well, no. so right. you, you need well. to reach out to Tri-State Freethinkers. Uh, they're very active in your area, especially if you live there. And uh, they're an absolute blast. Uh, yeah, absolutely tell, the kind of people who would have this conversation all day over a beer. So yeah, tell Chrissy we said hi. Yeah, we well, I out. think I think I called with something that would take a lot more than just uh, talking over the phone because yeah, and, it really it's not something I could just because what what, what Matt, I I told Matt, her I was like I couldn't say in 15 seconds. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, hopefully they can help because those are fun conversations to have. But I think that unfortunately with the format that we have. You kind of got to do a lot of, of prep work to make sure that you've got the language to express it. Uh, um, I should have had the prep work, yeah. I, but well, that's okay. Matt, thank you for calling in. Absolutely. Okay, you're welcome. All right, have you all have a good one. You, you too. too. We have a believer on the line. We do. Right, so for people who are wondering, well, geez, how are they picking their callers? Um, well, the calls are coming in slow today. We're taking everybody who's calling in. Uh, so if you want to talk about what you believe and why, now is the time. In the uh, next 10 minutes. You've oh got gosh. 10 minutes to call us. You're right. Uh, Alda in South Carolina. You're live with Eric and V. Alda. Well, uh, oh. No, you're not yet. I need to do the button. Oh, okay. There Alda, can you hear us? Hello. Hey. Yes, Hi. I can hear you guys. 
I love you guys. My husband loves you guys. Oh, we are yay. founding members. Yay, thank um, you. I follow V on Twitter and annoy her constantly. <laughs> Them. Them. But thank um, you. Um, I know who um, you are. I, I recognize you. Um, I wanted to ask, because you guys live in the joyous state of Texas, which yay. has fabulous food and fabulous people, but shitty, shitty Congress critters and other local things Congress and you guys critters. are going that's nice that is what i'm using from now on i, I like it, it. <laughs> and are going against the horrid um trying to stop everyone from voting i wanted to know if you guys were doing anything to assist in getting people registered to vote and playing with the new voting rules and how we as a community your community can help you achieve more voters, whether they're Republicans, Democrats, independents, liberals. Yes. Or, that, that is. Because um, I, I personally am a liberal Democrat and I don't care if my Republican, I want my Republican people to be able to vote and have their voices heard. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, and, pretty, I'm pretty sure they're, they're helping make sure that they get the opportunity. Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but we, we live uh, in Austin, Texas. And um, the entire city is split up into so many wedges so that it can still be Republican that it's a joke. Um, when it comes oh. to activism on our end, uh, V and I are planning to and want to get really real activist work done. And we really want to make that happen. Um, we're just starting out here with Skeptic Generation. Um, we, we've got a lot of work to do before we can get there. And the fact that y'all want to help is amazing. It, 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 it definitely lights a fire under our butts and makes, uh, makes sure that, you know, we have that as a goal. But right now, um, we don't even have our set. <laughs> <laughs> and, and while that, while that bites, um, I think the best thing that we can do is use our voices to point people to where they can help. And I know that uh, organizations like FFRF, um, have been helping a lot at reaching out to them and saying, hey, you know, how, how can we help in Texas? Um, they've got a lot of a lot of pull, you know, especially when it comes to directly um, directly pushing back against uh, laws that are being passed to make it harder to vote. Yeah, uh, the FFRF, weird... uh, American Atheists. The weird thing about what's happening in Texas right now is they are trying to, they're, they're just going for it and they are outlawing every which way they possibly can, as many things as they possibly can. That includes a uh, required curriculum that talks about um, black history or, or uh, feminist history. Um, that, that includes uh, next month, uh, an abortion ban going into law that is the strictest that uh, has been passed yet. Um, that includes a lot of transgender bills um, that are restricting access for monetary uh, funding and medical assistance and bathroom it's access. Ridiculous. So there are a lot of things happening right now. And I love that you brought up the voting rights because that honestly is the crux of it. Everything else is to get people hyped because the media grabs onto it. And a lot of them don't really have that many legs. Like the abortion thing, like it's not going to go well for the people who passed it ultimately. But 
that's distracting from the bigger issues like voting rights because it's not as glamorous it's not as hot button but that's the one that we have to be focusing on in order to overturn and protect against all of the other ones so fully agree with you that that is the big priority right now and i personally would love to do something uh sg funded or founded um in 2022 yeah absolutely i I think that would be amazing we're still driving distance from the from the uh the state capital and i am absolutely on board um but it is going to it's going to take building up to do but for for now Alda, like, gonna be. Sorry, go ahead. It's gonna be ugly if we can't vote. Yeah. If you can't vote, you we can't continue to have these really awesome conversations. Exactly. They'll be outlawed. Exactly. We can't represent the entire populace because, you know, I come from old dead white guys, and you know, I don't want them to speak for me. Yeah. <laughs> they can't, you know. They may somewhat look like me, but they have none of my interests in 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 mind. They don't have any of your interests in mind. Exactly. It's a business for them. They have a career, and this is how they make their money. So, of course, they're going to be prioritizing that. Alda, I think we probably need to move on. Yeah, we've got a few more callers. I love the fact that you called in and asked how you can help. Honestly, for right now, just watching, having these conversations with us, uh, being an awesome founding supporter on Patreon, um, those are going to get us to a place where in 2022, when people start actually talking about voting and like getting out there, we can we can put something on. Hopefully, I would love to be able to do that. And we'll reach out at that point and be like, hey, get the word out. Let's do this. Fantastic. Yeah. Just let us know. And I will be there with bells on. I love uh, it. Thank you. All Have right. a wonderful day. You too. You too. Uh, so uh, for Lynn in the call queue, um, if you want to join us in the Discord, we'd be happy to talk to you on the Discord, tiny.cc slash SG Discord, uh, because we're not going to have the chance to talk to you on air. Uh, but we are going to be taking Jonathan in Alabama. Jonathan, you're live with Eric and V. Hi, Eric. Hi, B. Hi, Hello. Jonathan. Doing well. I'm going to say that like I haven't been listening to you for the past hour. Yeah, right. How's it going? <laughs> oh, you Doing tell well. us. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like you guys are asking each other, uh, you know. How was your week? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Got to maintain the facade. <laughs> what, what, uh, what, what did you want to talk about today? Well, I want to talk about how we can find resources in a limited community uh, that historically haven't been accessible to us as atheists, skeptics, agnostics, uh, whatever we're using to call ourselves right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I had something that actually triggered this. Uh, somebody let me know that they were struggling with trigger warnings, suicidal ideation mm-hmm. through Twitter, a fellow atheist. And I was looking for resources for them, trying to find them help. And they messaged me yesterday, letting me know that they had decided to go through with suicide. So... Uh, mm-hmm. It's, it's been, uh, I did everything I could, but with limited resources being what they are, I still failed to find them help. Mm-hmm. So and let, let's, let's be super clear. Um, Jonathan, I, there are a lot of people who've reached out um, to me over the last few years who have been suicidal. And um, I've had to see a therapist for quite a while to kind of work through some of that guilt. 
if you helped them, if, if, if your actions gave them a few more hours, that's a victory. You're not responsible for them in the long run. You can do your best to help, but when you take on board that responsibility, number one, it's removing all of the, um, the autonomy, autonomy. Thank you. That's the exact word I was looking for. I know. Re removing the autonomy from the person who's in that position. Yeah. And, um, it's not fair to them. And also it's not fair to you. Um, next is there are, uh, let's see if they're a fellow non-believer. Um, did you recommend, uh, recovering from religion? Actually, even if you didn't, for people who are watching, um, if you're find yourself in a bad place, you just need somebody to talk to recovering from religion foundation has a peer support line that you can call in or text. It's free. And the people on the other side care so much. They do, and they can help put you in touch with resources near where you live. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, Jonathan, I'm I'm so sorry that you're in that position. It's the worst. I appreciate that, Eric. Uh, Dude, I'm... I, fortunately, I've been in therapy for a very long time. I I've had a lot of personal growth, and God. I can give myself space to be sad about this without being consumed by it. Good. Good. And and you you don't you don't have the responsibility of it like that. You you just you just don't. And if you did, if if your actions gave them some happiness, bought them a few more hours that they wouldn't have had otherwise, take that as a win. Yeah. Take that as a win. I'm so sorry, brother. I want to give you a hug. Yeah, that is so that. hard. I'm sorry, well, Jonathan. If, if I get a chance to come out to Austin, uh, I'll take you up on that. I think that, that sounds, sounds like a plan, my friend. And hey, Jonathan, if you need to talk to somebody as well, uh, that uh, Recovering from Religion Foundation is not just for people on the one side of things, right? If you need someone to talk to who isn't going to, you know, go for a God claim, uh, you should utilize that as well because I've been on the other side of this and it fucking sucks. And it almost feels kind of weird and like self-blaming because you're like, well, I'm not the person who did this or almost did this. So why do I feel bad? Like this isn't about me, but it is, it is about you and you need to take care of yourself as well. So if you need to talk to somebody, I recommend you call um, RFR as well. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I, I have an interesting viewpoint on selfishness. I think, uh, I am literally the only person who could die and all these experiences would end for me. So, uh, I prioritize myself over everyone else, regardless of how much I love them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, so that's something that I'm still working on. Uh, my therapist says, uh, that when you're when the plane is going down you need to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on the next person because you need oh, to be there yeah to to nope. be able to be there for anybody else and that's not selfish that is yeah. the right way to I, go i i feel for you there brother uh my yeah. therapist basically made me call myself a good person a year ago oh that's it torture nearly like, yeah. I, I literally cried trying to say it mm -hmm. yeah hey jonathan we're so glad that you're here with us. Thank you. 
Thank you for calling yeah, in. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're both here, too. <laughs> All right. You're All doing, right. doing really good work, and I really, really appreciate what you're doing. We you're appreciate you as well. Take care, buddy. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Bye. Oh, a bit of a heavy, <sighs> heavy end there. Yeah. That's, um, that's intense. It is. And for for especially during COVID, so many people have found themselves in this place of just <sighs> for those of you who are here with us, we're glad that you're here. It doesn't matter if you're watching this now or you're watching this a year from now. Um, thank you for being here. And if you need help, you know, that there are some good organizations that can help. Recovering from religion is one of them. Thank you. You know, and, and, and please, please re reach out. You know, if, if uh, you have the time and you have the spoons and you would like to volunteer, uh, the Hotline Project is always looking for good volunteers. Yeah. Please, please, if you're like, hey, you know what? I've got some opportunity, some space moved up in my life, and I want to help. You know, especially after that caller who was saying, how can I help? Yeah. In, in Texas. If you want to volunteer and you don't know how, reach out to Recovering from Religion. They will train you and what you do will be so, so useful because when I was volunteering, I remember we, we, we were heartbroken that there weren't enough people to pick up. There just weren't. Mm -hmm. And I've talked to people who are current volunteers and that's still a thing. They're just, just being there is so big but yeah. that said you ready to read live you ready to read live chats yeah let's read um the super chats that super we chats. got today yes and then wrap up all right let's start with blazing wizard pope uh who says are we there yet i think that was in reference to 10 whole episodes i know <laughs> gosh 10 episodes you guys and uh how we many subscribers did we get there in 10 episodes 6,260 subs. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. If you haven't subscribed yet, please, please do because the algorithm is noticing. So uh, if you haven't taken the opportunity to hit subscribe, hit subscribe, uh, hit the like button, share this out. Uh, people are finding us every day. There are people who are posting comments saying, this is where you are. I'm so glad I found you. Yeah. It, it just feels so good. To all of the people who we've been reading those posts about, we're so glad you found us. We're so Thank you. happy. We try and respond to every single one of those. Um, and share this with your theist friends as well yeah, so that they know where we are. We didn't get a lot of theist calls today. And Not too many, no. The only way that's going to change is if theists who are watching either call in or you share this out with friends and family who do believe so, you know, and encourage them to call in so we can have those conversations because we want to. Yeah, absolutely. Keith Heath. Five bucks. Bad pickup line. I was looking through the book of numbers in my Bible study and I realized I don't have yours. I wish I could say <sighs> that that was the first time I've heard that particular that's, pickup line. That That's a that's an oldie. Yeah. And a, and a, and a, and and a really... Okay. <laughs> John Steingard uh, says, you both have good energy. <laughs> so do you, John. So do you, John. You're amazing, dude. Um, um, thank you for watching and hanging out with us. Uh, 
Zhang. Zane uh, says, I don't have enough energy to transfer to you guys, so I'll transfer you $5 instead. Well, thank you. Thank you. Much appreciated. <laughs> See, and this is, this is the way that you use actual stuff. Like, you could, you could transfer us energy, but that $5 is going to an energy drink and later. And that is really, really useful. <laughs> um, Blazing Wizard Pope, uh, again, uh, uh, donated uh, or... Yeah, contributed uh, in a super chat and says, do you measure prayer power in watts, joules, or calories? Honestly, if you could, unfortunately, if you could get people to believe that like prayer power, like added calories, they probably would stop. Uh, uh, so somebody in the live chat said that it's measured in millipopes. Oh God. And it made me so happy, but I didn't want to interrupt the conversation so the we were having. It's a measuring system. It's great. Millipopes. I like it. Unsub, they, them, says apparently some research, quote unquote, proved people meditating simultaneously over all over the world reduced criminal activity. Well, I mean, if everyone's out meditating, then they're not committing crimes. So, <laughs> I, so, so Unsub, your name in particular, uh, you, when first time I saw you, uh, you know, post- I thought something had happened, and it's the name. It confused the heck out of me, but we're glad you're here. Uh, Amit Matthew says, thoughts on the Myers-Briggs personality test? Mm -hmm. I see it as a similar to Barnum statements or astrology. Woo. Don't know if you have any evidence for it. Yeah, I actually did some research into the Myers-Briggs. It's not only woo. It's also based in the same the same kind of like white supremacist attempt at making white people quote unquote better that the IQ tests, like the same like really? problems with race race science, uh, followed Myers Briggs as well as things like the IQ test and you know like measuring craniums and stuff like that. So that's the origin of that. I wouldn't. I mean, it's fun to use now because there's nothing like inherently you know, harmful about it unless you take it seriously. So like, I know that I'm an INFP, but also like, that's just like a fun tidbit to pull out at a party. It's not really, yeah, shouldn't it, influence your life at all. No, I, if, if you could, how many are there? Is there 12 or 18, 16? There are Myers four Briggs? combinations of four letters. So, so 16. 16. Uh, yeah, there are more than 16 types of people in the world. Uh, you know, we can do our best to... No, 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 no. The Enneagram says there are only nine types of people in the world. See? Hmm. Do we want to... Do, do we want to have that help argument? It. I'm a three-wing four, okay? Okay. <laughs> and a Leo Virgo cusp. So, like, the I don't know what you expect from me, but... All right, all right. Um, no, aren't you the new one? Jonathan Ford. I think you're the new one. V's birthday is coming up, by the way, everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, uh, August 23rd, uh, we got to make sure that we surprise V and, and uh, you know, wish them a happy birthday. Um, Very surprising. Isn't that the new? Aren't you the new one, though? No, everyone shifted because of the new one, but I'm not the new one. Um, Jonathan <laughs> Fuller says $20. Jonathan! Jonathan, the two people who disliked this are the worst. There have been consistently two dislikes on everything that we post consistently, like before we start anything. So I'm, my suspicion is that there are a couple people who, like, that's just the thing that they, they do. They set their alarm and they just go like, and dislike. Boom, boom. Just you know, <laughs> honestly, um, I, I, that's kind of a measure of success for me. Honestly, YouTube counts all engagement the yeah. same. So, like, dislike us a lot and then we'll get a bump in the algorithm. 
Okay, well, don't dislike us a lot. Hit that would that make us up. feel bad, yeah. but then AdSense would make I, us feel better. I tie away too much of my personal <laughs> uh, uh, self-worth to that. To talk, um, talk about your therapist. And uh, Mysterious Monolith uh, uh, contributed but didn't say anything because they are mysterious. Ooh. <laughs> like All right. It. Uh, it's about that time. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, we, after this, are going to be going directly into, uh, we're going to be capping all of the- Well, we're the... going to go to Discord first for a little bit. That's right. We're going to go to Discord and hang out with people. After that, we're going to be going to Patreon and capping all of the founding tiers. So yes. uh, if uh, that's the thing you haven't done, you've got about 20 minutes before it's capped and there's no going back on that one. Um, and then we're going to be uploading the clips and all of that. Fixing and... the description in this video, which we realize is a copy of last week episode sorry That's about that fault. sorry yep but until next time use that potato dude use the what <laughs>